Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of the Three Wise Guys Podcast. What's up, bro? What's good? What's poppin'? Yo, yo, yo. All right. Happy holidays, kids. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. How are mans doing? Hey, man. Well, gang, gang. You chilling? I just survived a fucking thorough investigation of my fridge, and I'm feeling feeling pretty good. <laughs> feeling pretty good. I think I stood up to scrutiny. <laughs> no, I wasn't even going to. I was not scutinizing. Someone else brought up the fact <laughs> that I get disappointed I when I open your fridge. And Sorry? I'm like, maybe... Someone else brought up the fact that I get disappointed when I open up your fridge, <laughs> right? And it's just because it's skin and bones. That's fine. You know what I mean? Like, like, listen, this is this is why your calves, you know, look like, you know, number two pencils. But, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't need to hear no there. Oh, man. No, this is, not, yeah, that, that was a reach. Oh, yeah, that was a reach. <laughs> he just goes like, you know, you know it's true. It's more like one of those. Uh, it's more like a. It's more like a highlighter now, bro. Come on, like <laughs> I gotta give credit. Where it's hey man, oh nothing can be done. <laughs> no, but man's missed the most. Man's failed to mention the most important part, which is me listing off literally every single one of these essentials. I think yeah. I might have missed like a couple of things here or there, but I'd like say, uh, you know, I I know. I know a man's fridge. Nah, yeah, I'd say in terms of listing like the items in my fridge, I'd say you got like like yeah eighty percent. Like I'd give you like a a, a minus. Okay, I'll take yeah, that. I'd give you like an A minus in terms of like items in my fridge, but I think that's good, man. That's good. Like, oh boy, yeah. I'll take that. My parents won't, but like I'll take that score. Okay, this is really cool. This is a side note. I just I just yeah. learned this about River. They added a new feature onto what? our studio, and it's called Mark. Okay. So basically, anytime we want to mark down something funny or something we want to come back to and clip out, I can just mark it, and then it's permanently in the record every time I want to go and download that episode. Yeah, oh, cool. smart, smart. So it's actually, I don't need to write you know, River, River said be doing this shit where it's like every time they like, like do they like fuck up somewhere? <laughs> it's like I swear they introduce something new that's like shiny and it like holds their attention. Right when we get to the peak of our frustrations, and it resets the cycle. <laughs> We're like, "Yo, fuck Riverside!" Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, all it gets on like next week, and it's like, "Oh, yo, like they got like a soundboard now." We're yeah, like, oh, like, okay, that's cool. cool. Like, we'll yeah. stick with them for a little while. <laughs> Yeah, like all, all of a sudden, like the past like four weeks of frustration just out the window. Like, doesn't even exist anymore because we can now like make like a cheering sound or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, but I yeah, what's up? Using the Apple strategy. <laughs> no, Apple be the opposite, bro. They be like subtracting shit now. <laughs> Simplicity and minimalism is the keys to life. Hey, hey it kind of is though. They, they they're the they're the ones that kind of you know like set up that whole um whole idea. You know, like not necessarily minimalism, but I feel like they they utilize it to really really good effect. But Anyway, man's how was uh how was the holiday season treating you guys? You know, it's uh if the audience doesn't know, some of us are kind of sick, so we haven't really like seen each other in a little bit. Uh, we're all like cooped up in our own houses. I guess minus D. Minus the both of you. I'm the only one who's been cooped up in the crib. You That's fair enough. Like yesterday. you were at mine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like for the audience, because I, I was sick. I'm the one who's 
<laughs> Not some of us. It was just me. I caught the vid, the Rona. I uh, I fell uh, I fell to the cold grips of the grip. If there was gonna be one of us that was gonna catch the Rona, it, it would was gonna be you. It was yeah. gonna be me. <laughs> to be yeah, fair, yeah. yeah, it was gonna yeah. be. Me. I just be, I just be like spitting in the face of this shit. I guess it wasn't even that bad. Yeah, you you just always out, like you know, in the I city, know. like you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're there meeting that person and meeting that person, you know. Hello, yeah. Toronto, fucking just downtown, like, you know, randomly peeing in my house at like odd times, <laughs> like you know, like you just always have, you know. I'm not, but, this is the this is the perception of me that exists. <laughs> I'm like, that that is the running reputation, bro. You know, it's like, <laughs> yo, Arya, like, how many times do you got to pee at like random times? Like, don't get me wrong, I love them. I love our little conversations yeah. where you do that. But I'm just saying, yeah, like, I mean, you know. hey, listen, it's just your house is so conveniently placed. You know, it's just, it just happens to be where I go out on weekends, you know? It's and, just- and that has come clutch in the sense that you helped me with the, the gingerbread batter, like, the, the other day. Basket. The, gift the gift basket. basket. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And- Actually, you know, mm. I, I don't think I did help. It was supposed to go in the fridge. I brought it inside, and then it, it would have been colder outside, though. <laughs> well, yeah, if you think about it like that, that is true. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, like, if anything, I baked the cookies, or at least my sister did, and nice. they tasted nice, so. Nice. Yeah, that came in clutch, I guess, nice. from one of your pee breaks. Nice. Very good. Yeah, no, that was good. Wait, I, I thought you said, though, that was cookie, though, that you're supposed to eat raw. Why did you bake it? Well, was I supposed to eat it raw? I did. I don't remember saying that. Wait, I thought I thought you said it was like it was like one of those like you know how they make like edible cookie dough and that's like a that was like a fad a few years ago I think I do, or something. I do like it's not like my sister did anything yeah. like she really just like took them rolled them into cookies and put them in the oven so like I'm, yeah. I'm guessing it was yeah. like edible cookie dough like I don't know the technicalities of this shit okay I'm the, sorry the, the edible cookie <laughs> dough the edible cookie dough can still be baked into cookies the only thing that's missing is eggs because that's what makes apparently like real mm. cookie dough dangerous. It just is non-egg. I think it's uh, it's not even like called edible cookie dough. It's called like vegan cookie dough. That's what it's mm. called because it doesn't need Yeah, eggs. but quick touch base, that's only true be based on Canada and US's pasteurization standards. If you eat eggs in Japan, you actually can eat them raw because they have different standards. And the hygiene standards allows you to eat raw egg yolk and egg white if you want. Like, obviously, you know, people like cook that shit, but you know, the, the pasteurization standards are different. You know, like, I'm coming in here, like, like just sticking on the topic of, like, fridges and food. Like, why is it that, yeah. okay, like, the fancier food gets, the more raw it gets? Like, like can we can we touch base on that, Luke? Like, like why does, why does, why does the food to, like, taste good it has to be like as raw as possible. Like, this man is like, yeah, for sure. Oh, oh, okay. Like, why? Yeah, there's a, there's actually a there's a, there is an explanation, right. and it's because the the premise of food in any like in the, like believe it or not, the whole idea of high fashion like cooking, no, not high fashion cooking, high class cooking is like utilizing an ingredient to its maximum potential, right? So if you look at, for example. 
like French cuisine versus Japanese cuisine, they're kind of two polar opposites of that spectrum, like trying to extract the taste as much as possible. Like French cuisine is about gastronomy, you know? So it's like taking an ingredient, like you're chemically altering it to like do exciting things to it. But Japanese cuisine op- uh, like follows the opposite philosophy. And it's also equally as respected in the high end, like dining world, which is it lets the ingredient shine in its most basic form. So it uses the least like techniques possible to alter it. You know what I mean? So that's kind of following that more raw idea. Like the whole idea is the more raw you keep an ingredient, the more true you're presenting that ingredient. Like you're just letting the flavor of that specific ingredient shine. That's like the whole principle of it. You know what I mean? So it's like, even in the French cuisine, right? Like cooking shit raw, it's kind of like trying to present it in the way that it's, it's like, supposed to come if you think about eating like it's a primal thing we're literally eating like things that are alive right like nothing we eat hasn't been alive at some point yeah. if you really think about yeah, it no, but yeah and, i don't want it alive in my mouth like you know like, I don't. Yeah, but like but i get it i get the premise though yeah. like we fancy so like we eat like fucking like animals now the it's very very simple it's very 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 yeah. very, very simple when you get busy raw it's better okay I like that Once you go with raw, you ain't going back, baby. You fucking go. But I'll just say, right? Like, I don't necessarily think that has to be the case, like all the time. And I don't think chefs do either. You know, it's just like, but like, like you know, like okay, percentages those. Like, it's gonna be more raw shit than. Okay, I also want to clarify this, like. Things are also not explained how they are. Like, you know, people describe a medium rare steak as a steak that's like 30% cooked. That is completely not the way you describe that. Like a medium rare steak is like in reality, like 60 or 70% cooked. The red liquid that's coming out is not blood. It's myoglobin. Like this is a very like, like it's a scientifically proven like no, you can laugh. Go, go educate yourself. Saying, like it's not blood; it's hemoglobin. Does not make it better. Hemoglobin makes blood. No, it's not hemoglobin. It's not hemoglobin. It's myoglobin. It's a completely oh, different chemical okay, compound. Okay, it's a different it. chemical compound, right? Like, like okay, so, yeah, like, hemoglobin is blood. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. So it's like, like if, if I did say hemoglobin, that would just be dumb. <laughs> So yeah, that just be dumb. Yeah. So I mean, like, it's not blood; it's like blood, but in Chinese or some shit. Like, oh my you know? god! No, but yeah, like that's also like a, a misconception, okay. right? Like a rare steak. Like it's not like sixty. It's not thirty percent cooked. It's sixty percent cooked in reality, right? Like obviously, you know, like if some people still find sixty percent cooked, like not okay, you know, like obviously. But um, there's also like misconceptions there, and also there's different ways of cooking things, like. Ceviche is presented raw. There's never heat applied to it, but acid can also break down muscles and cook things. But anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into like a cooking lesson. You know, this is like this is like should I be reading about? Like, because I'm interested in it. But like, yeah, sorry. I'm thinking about me. You know, it's like the dude in the club who's just like talking to the girl's ear. You know, she's like sick and tired of hearing whatever he has to say. It's just Luke talking about like it's the myoglobin. It's not even fucking blood. <laughs> <laughs> I fully would too, bro. <laughs> know the difference, okay? This is why you'll never make it as a chef. Sorry. Oh, bro. But I just feel like, all right, girl. You, for you, we, we, for you, we're going to McDonald's. We, we ain't going to the oh, keg. Okay. <laughs> well, um, You're not ready for that adult food yet. Okay. Yeah. So, 
if McDonald's is the only place I can get cooked food, then all right, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> so, boys, um, actually, I hope you had a very happy Christmas. Um, that was that was you know yesterday, I think, or, or two days ago, yesterday. Um, you know, for those celebrating Hanukkah, you know, happy Hanukkah. Is has has that happened yet? I don't know. That's happened, yeah, a, while happened a while ago. Like, what about Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa too. I was like, that's it. This I have is no idea. audible you're calling. I'm like, yeah. no idea. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I don't know. I don't know what. I just called it audible. Happy everything to everyone. Um, you know, it's it's a time to be around people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You just you make me laugh. This is gonna take longer. <laughs> Don't die. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So, you know, um, it's a time to be around each other. But, you know, obviously one of the biggest things around the holidays is is getting gifts, you know. And, um, you know, I've been away, but I I, I did get a a couple of gifts and they were nice. I really enjoyed them. (coughs) And it made me think back, like, when I was younger. And sometimes you get shit that you just, you know, it's mid. You know, what can I say? It's just, it's, it's a bit mid. And it's like, <laughs> you know, just to be honest, all right? It's okay. It's okay to get a gift that's mid. In my opinion, at least, you don't have to like everything that you get. Obviously, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a... It's like a treasured family heirloom or some shit your grandma's giving you and you're like, it's mid. Yeah, man. <laughs> It's treasures to who? But is it supreme? Is it? <laughs> it's not supreme, unfortunately. Sorry. Sorry. Um, but, you know, it's, it, I don't know. I've never been in a position where I, like, flat out rejected a gift. Right, I I've never rejected. Honestly, I I, I even hold I, on. <laughs> yeah, that came out a little too casual. You'd be, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised, man. Like there are ungrateful people, especially kids, especially kids whose parents don't tell them any better. I think you know, like they'll they'll be getting a gift and they like, they like throw it across the room. I've seen that with my own eyes. You're you're getting a second gift, bro. It's called the gift of fucking ass whooping. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. what you're getting, bro. You're getting a exactly. lesson today, boy. Exactly, and you know, I never ever did. I, was, I know what's behind that door. I I thank thank you, thank you, Steve. But I'll take what's behind door one. Um. So you know. Anyways, I just want to know if you guys have ever dealt with that, or if you've seen like a good way to deal with that or if someone's dealt with it in a really really bad way like you know that kid who's like who, who gets an avocado for christmas you know he's like it's an avocado thanks you know it's like that that kid right there he's such a cute kid but it's like yeah man, what the fuck i'm gonna do with this avocado you know it's like i don't know do you do you think you have to like every gift or do you just have to act like it I think I'm always genuine with the responses I get when I get gifts, but that's usually positive because, um, number one, I never like, I don't really like to like give out explicit hints about what gifts I like, because I feel like the whole idea of giving a gift is like someone wants to give it to you. So they should pick what they want. Right. So 
for me, like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm not like, this has not been reciprocated by the people I've done this to, but it's like, even if I don't like the gift, I think about like, what's like, I think about the person doing it for me. And it's like, that makes me feel grateful. Right. It's like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't grow up like poor, but I didn't grow up thinking I had money because I grew up with my grandpa and it's like, I didn't know where my parents were and all this shit. So it's like, I don't really get gifts like that. And it's like, when I did start getting like Christmas gifts, like at school, you know how they do like white elephant and shit. Like I always was really like, I didn't even care if I got the shittiest gift in the white elephant. Cause it's like, that was just not a thing that was uh, like existing before my childhood. So I feel like I don't act, but I, I generally appear like, you know, like grateful because I am, you know, like I am, I'm, I'm grateful. Someone's willing to give something like this to me. With this being said though, like people in my life have given me some pretty fucking great gifts, <laughs> like to be in, in all honesty. So it's like, it's easy to be grateful when you get good gifts, right? Like, like I surround myself with like smart people and emotionally intelligent people. So to be honest, I ha- like when I get gifts, I don't think they're shitty. Like I think they're always like good gifts no. too. So yeah. maybe that's like a bad You're example. Telling you never gotten a bad gift in your life. Ever. No, like literally, bro. Literally. I've never gotten like socks. Like, unless you consider like a card a bad gift. Like, I I like like sentimental shit, right? So it's like, like, I don't know. Like, I I don't think I have, to be honest, I haven't. Like, even when I have like church secret Santa, it's like usually like something good. Like, also, yeah, like, I I honestly haven't like received a bad gift. That's that's a level of. Like, what's a bad gift? Like, give me an example of a bad I gift. I got an eraser one time as a gift. It was... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, how old were you? Give us some context, sorry. Don't you was... Wait, how petty was it? Like, was it wrapped? <laughs> like... It was wrapped. That was stupid. Was, was this like a school exchange Santa <laughs> or something? It was a school exchange. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe you no, no, always no. ask questions for an eraser. No, no, here's the thing. It was like... Yes. No. Girl was like, Yo, stop asking me for a eraser. <laughs> it was it was wrapped. It was it was in the seventh grade. Alright? And here's the thing. Yeah. If it's white you elephant, scarred, I yeah. kind of get it. You know what I mean? Because it's like you don't get a gift yeah. for a specific person, you just get something, right? But it was Secret Santa. Like someone put my name on it. They do do Secret Santa yeah. sometimes. <laughs> like, someone put my name. On and it. that's not a good idea, bro. You never do Secret Santa. Like as a, as a school, you know that's never yeah. never works. I, know, I, I had to sit there with a dumb smile. Like thanks, it's a great gift. <laughs> oh, bro. Now that you now that you say this, right? I remember this too. I remember like when I went to school in Peterborough that one year they did do Secret Santa and two kids didn't buy gifts like for their Secret Santa. And like, I just remember like the whole, and I remember the teacher. That was like what I remember the most. Like she was so like devastated because she was like, she felt like she set up the situation to just fuck these two kids, you know, like, (laughs) cause it's like when you're a kid, it's hard to not rationalize that kind of personally, right? It's yeah. like you're like fuck. Like I guess I'm a I'm a shitter. Like, I just don't deserve like gifts. And like the teacher just felt so bad, bro. But like you know, it's like all this to say, kids and some families are pretty awful. Oh, true, true. D, have you like what was the worst gift you ever got? So I was going to say, like, like I think this is where some cultural differences are going to, you know, come and shine. 
like yeah like i don't know like nigerian and i would say pretty common for nigerians maybe just my family yeah. gifts is your parents paying for everything that's kind of you know <laughs> the gift, of life, the gift of not having bills and and like when i do get gifts from relatives 80% like 90% of the time it's money actually the only times mm. i've ever actually gotten like gift gifts were from like like my aunts and uncles when i was outside the country and spending christmas with them or you guys like if my mom like even this christmas like oh, like i had uncles and aunts give me gifts they all just sent me cash and i loved them for that so it was like yeah and, and honestly i think i'm continuing the cycle like I'm seeing my little cousins like uh, this coming week, and I just like you know withdrew a bunch of cash, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna, you know, get cash. you're lazy. It's, well, okay, it said lazy. I called it no. cultural, but sure. I actually, I actually, I've never been disappointed receiving cash. Getting yeah. a gift, getting, I have it. Yeah. A gift card is a bit more disappointing. Uh, I'll admit, I don't like gift. I think gift cards are the real lazy gift, but cash is like. You know, you got to go to the ATM. You know, you got to make sure it's crisp. Sometimes you put in a nice little cord. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, like it's not yeah. always the most laziest thing. But, you know. I feel like, I won't lie. I feel like in my culture, it's actually, it's like, if you go visit someone and, like, you don't give, like, your kids cash, it's kind of like, oh. You know what I mean? Like it's actually that's why I was like like it's actually like a little bit of a cultural thing like with us back like so like in that sense, I don't know. Like, I feel like anytime I actually get something that's not cash, I'm just super appreciative. Just because, like, for me, it's not the gift. I'm like, oh, you actually thought about me, like, long enough to fucking buy a present. Mm. Like, I can't do that. So kudos to you. Like, like I really appreciate you doing that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't get gifts often enough to, like I said, I literally, I feel like, uh, like the first times I received gifts was like, like my first Christmas outside, like Nigerian, like maybe like, 2008 2009 i just got like a pajama set or like like you know like the most basic like or like uh like you know those soaps and like cologne shit and like i remember i was like excited i was like oh my gosh like i got a present like i had to like unwrap this i was like mm. oh. like fuck like you know like i remember one of the other christmases too i got like a bathroom pouch like you know like with the aftershave and i was just like well the most basic like i went to the mall like, like they had the set and I was just like, well, like they gave me a present and give me cash. Like, and I appreciate that. So it's like, I've gotten like those, I've gotten gift cards as well. And I'm just like, well, like, you remembered me and you actually like sent me some shit. And I'm just like, well, like, and like, like I said, like it's not been that much. So it's like me, like, I won't lie. Like I kind of still prefer cash. Like, you know, just give me cash. Like I'll buy whatever I want kind of thing. Or unless like, you know what I want, then yay. Good. But, like, either way, like, I'm still really going to appreciate it, like, just because, like, culturally. Yeah. I think mine is a little, like, I'm not, and you guys know, like, I'm not the gift guy either. Like, I'm just kind of like, yo, if you need something, like, I can help you. Like, I'm in. Mm. Oh, I feel like also, okay, I'll say the difference between me and D is, like, I grew up in Canada with my family. Whereas, like, you came to Canada mm -hmm like i would say separately from your family you know what i mean so it's like that's why like early on in my life the gifts thing was like not really a thing but like later on especially once my sister started like you know like she basically did the whole all of elementary school in canada so it's like that started like you know like changing up some of like our workflows and things like that and i'll say this like christmas was always like a time where like that was good for me because it was like you know like the whole like the whole ethnic thing like parents don't be like saying like shit to you you know it's like 
like I think like it that's changing like over time, but it's like they don't they don't be like saying things right. So it's like you know you like they reward you by giving you gifts basically. Okay. And also, you know, like sustaining everything. Like I, like I didn't get an allowance until I was think I was in like grade ten or eleven, and it's like that was like twenty dollars a month. <laughs> so it's like no, you know what I mean, right? But like, um, but yeah, like you know, like you do all your chores, like you, you get good grades and all that shit. And it's like come Christmas time, you you get rewarded for that. And it's like I always remember, bro. Like my parents always gave me good gifts. You know what I mean? It was like one of those things where it's like. Like, I feel like they would study it. Like, my mom would, like, download my brain, like, months in advance. And it's, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, for example, I remember when I was in grade six, like, my dad, like, went to, like, and this is a throwback. This was back when Zellers existed. <laughs> like, my dad went to Zellers on Boxing Day. And, like, he was lining up there at, like, 6 a.m. or whatever to, like, go and buy me, like, this, um like Mario Kart Nintendo. And I still have this shit. Like, I think it's my sister's room or something like to this day. And it's like, um, you know, like I I got to play that. I never had like a game system, but like I had like this Mario Kart stuff. And then like the next birthday, I would ask for like a game. And it was like, it would be one game and I would have to play that game for like four to six months until it was Christmas time. And then I would get another game. And then I got smart and I was like, oh shit. There's this white girl at my school. She has something. I think it's called an R4. And then she didn't really know how to, like, download stuff onto it. So I was like, yo, like, you know what? Like, we can have a system here, you know? Like, I help you, like, download some games. You let me play R4 sometimes. So then, like, like, that that was my whole thing. But, man, like, I feel like, because, like, I grew up with my family in uh, Canada. Like, as the years went on, we became more and more whitewashed where it's, like, you know, yep. the checks, the checks during Chinese New Year's would be less mm-hmm. and those would be allocated to the Christmas mm-hmm. gift, you know? Like, yeah. So it's like, I, cause you know, like when mans are young, like they'd be getting like fat, like in my mind, fat checks for like Chinese New Year. I'm like, yo, I'm getting a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, that's like five months of allowance. That's crazy. <laughs> right. But then it's like all of a sudden, like, you know, it's, it's 50 bucks, but it's like, Oh, you know, like the Christmas gift is going up in value. And it's like, <laughs> so, all this to say, you know, it, it always gets balanced out, but like, it, it was good. Like over the years, it adjusted and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm at an age where I have to give out money in Chinese New Year. So nothing matters. Yeah, no, yeah. And I was going to say too, I feel like, Cause like holidays, like like I, I would from like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, like I'd say eighty percent of my Christmases I never spent in Nigeria. So I feel like my parents felt like mm. that was the Christmas presents. Like oh, and they wouldn't tell us until like like we're halfway done through the exam. They're like oh, I mean they wouldn't tell us, but we'd be surprised if we didn't. Like, but like you know, you still can't take shit like that for granted, right? So it's yeah. like you just be like, just yeah. like oh yeah, we're going to like you know here for Christmas, like. Pack your bags, like yeah, like yeah. We'll give you some cash to shop and buy what you want as well. I feel like that was That's just always a great like, present, though. the Christmas present, like you know, as opposed because I said it was just yeah, no, it's sustenance. Like you know, you're yeah. a kid, and you don't have to worry about shit. But like yeah, it, it was like you'd always travel for like holidays and shit. So like I guess that was that was really it. So all of this to say, like it was never the traditional go under the trees, stuff is wrapped there, and then you open it and you're like, whoa, thank you. It's kind of like oh no, you know. Thank you yeah. for the opportunity. <laughs> but I think that's cool, though. You know what I mean? Like, because we are um, more cultural, we get to, like, pick and choose almost, right? It's like, I celebrate Christmas, but it's like, during Christmas, I don't be eating, like, white people mm-hmm. food. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's one of those things. I get to pick and choose. I don't have to eat, like... Again, you guys you guys know my beef with turkey. Like, turkey bacon's good, but, like, 
I'll, like all that turkey thing, shit. Like I okay, you know what? Turkey ham is good too. I like turkey ham. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Like I, I can eat like hot pot during Christmas. Like I don't have to eat like turkey during Christmas type shit. And it's like you know, like we can. I got like yesterday we play mahjong. Like you know, like we didn't like watch like Christmas movies or whatever. Like so you know we be doing our own shit. But it's like we still get to celebrate it, and it's like it's just like nice and cool and all and that speaking stuff. Speaking of food, Luke, guess what the Nigerian Christmas food is? <laughs> if I'm Ask you to guess it. I'm assuming you know the answer. <laughs> is is it jollof rice? Fucking go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a questionnaire. <laughs> That's like, oh, what is the Nigerian food? Anything? <laughs> Do you know what it is actually though? Jollof rice is like it's like party food. It's like rich people food. That's the wild thing because rice is expensive. Really? Rice is imported, right? Like. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Rice is imported like in Nigeria type shit. Like so, like like regular Nigerian food is like starches, like mashed potato texture type foods, and like like soups and shit. So like yeah, so like like literally the only Nigerian foods that you can like export like out of Nigeria are like the rices and like spaghettis and pastas because like everything else is like it's just like super local and as you can understand those are like the international meals <laughs> you know what i mean so but yeah anyway so yeah jollof rice and chicken will get you right for christmas in nigeria if, you, if anyone needed to know <laughs> you know it's funny you guys are talking about like the way like okay i i get what you guys are saying in the sense of like first of all like i appreciate any gift that comes across my table um especially like if it's coming from family like I'll, I'll always always be respectful of that i think like sometimes i'll be like oh man like like i don't really know what to do with this gift my main question was like do you think you have to like every gift you receive and that's why my answer originally to that was like nah, no no you don't but, have to but no, you don't have to but you it, should appreciate it like at should. least in front of the person exactly like be nice you know what i mean like this is just manners you know your, your mother must part in manners right um as luke frantically comes back um, <laughs> it also depends on the person you can give from. Too, Honestly, if my life ever depended on Luke being silent <laughs> or like stealthy, I'm dead, bro. Just just write my tombstone right away. <laughs> yeah, stealth is not Luke's strong suit it's at, not all. at all. But I'll tell you, the way of the ninja is oh about deception. God. So I've deceived oh, you to think I am not stealth. I know good and well you went out there too to make sure the microwave was not on. I know that too. <laughs> but no, man, like, I always be appreciating gifts my parents got. You know, especially because, like, they, it, it wasn't really a surprise with them, you know? It's like they, they, they were the type to be like, tell me what you want for Christmas. You know, I'd be like, okay, like, I want this. Like, no, 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 write it down. Don't forget. I'd be like, okay, cool. I'd be like, I want this. They'd be like, no, write multiple things so we can, like, surprise you. I'm not trying to get exactly what you want. I was like, okay, all right, cool. So I'd be like writing down a, a few different things and be like, okay, no, 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 not that one, though. Not that one. No, no, no that one's too expensive. No, 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 not that one. <laughs> Oh no no no! Not that one either. Not that one either. No no hell no hell no! You know you're not using that one yet. So I'd be like, you know, always be narrowed down. I always knew what I was getting. I'd be like, all right, cool. This is cool. This is cool. It was always something exciting, something to look forward to. But you know, you guys talked about a lot of like traditional things, and I was more curious about like what your favorite activity to do on the holidays because we're all from different backgrounds. So you know, 
And here's yeah. the thing, like, oh, like, look at me for, by the way, Luke, like, I'm going to mute you for a second until, you know, that sound in the back gets sorted out because I can't hear myself. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find a way to, like, tell him to do that. You want to mark when you're this. ready to talk, you can unmute. Um, and anyway, so, you know, like, me growing up, you know, Christmas was very, very, like, whitewashed because Iranians don't celebrate Christmas. We're not Christian, right? Like... This is not a thing in our culture. It's like you come to this country and you figure out what Christmas is and you celebrate it, right? So <clears throat> it was nothing really like crazy, you know, different. There was obviously like some aspects of our culture we put into there. You know, it's like we have a get together, a family get together. And it's like, all right. So now the get together is like Iranian themed, but there's like a Christmas tree and a nutcracker like on the shelf, you know what I mean? And like lights outside and things like that. So it was a weird fusion, but for the most part, like activities were the same. You hang around family, you play some games, you know, the adults drink, kids sometimes steal a drink and you know, like you move forward from there. But like, did you get, I know it's like, you know, Christianity and like Christmas is more ingrained in your culture. So it's like you come in here to this country, you actually brought stuff with you like on in regards to like Christmas celebration. So like, let me, I want to learn more about that, you know, peek me into that. Okay. I'm going to go first. Cause mine's going to be real short and quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, like, like, like at least the part of Nigeria I was from heavily religious. I, I'm really not anymore. So like, I feel like Christmas was more about Jesus than Christmas itself. So like niggas is, are in church, like the whole, like most of the day, and, like, don't get me wrong, like, they'll give you food and shit, and, like, you'll do, like, gift exchanges, like, church. And, like I said, like, all you need to do, like, if you're a rich person, you just bring envelopes of cash for, like, a gift exchange <laughs> type shit. And this is what I grew up on. And then, like, the day after Christmas, um, I'd go to, like, my dad's hometown with, like, all of his family. They'd be, like, a family get-together. Like, they'd have, like, little tents and chairs. And it's kind of what you described. It's like a family get-together the dudes are drinking outside. The kids sneaking a couple of drinks. So one time in the year, I'll see like most of my cousins. And that I won't lie, that was only when I was little. Cause like, again, I said from like 2008, 2009, when I was like eight, nine years old, then I was traveling like every Christmas out the country. So it was kind of like, yeah. So that was, that was like the first part of it. And then the second, but like, yeah. So for me, and I don't really do church anymore. So like, I'm like, I'm not there, but like, I know my what family, it's church all day most of the day i feel like this extends to like not just christmas right like just like any I mean, holiday. it does and like i feel like i was asking i was yeah. asking christmas specific just because like it's christmas now but like yes like if, if there's other stuff that it bleeds into by all means let us know but i was asking <laughs> i mean to be frank because you're like christmas like, christmas is, was like a thing in china since i've been in canada bro like that was not a thing when I was growing up, bro. So, I mean, if you're asking what we usually do, to, yeah, yeah, but I get, I get your point, right? Like for for like Chinese people specifically, it's gambling. Like, you know, different different regions will have their their game of choice, but um, you know, like it's it's some sort of game, whether it's cards, whether it's mahjong, um, some sort of game. And this is why, actually, believe it or not, my dad is very vindictive against gambling, like. Some members of my family have actually fallen to gambling. I'm not even going to like front on that. Like, like there are people in my family that like, because of gambling, they have died, like led them to a road where, you know, they ended with death, you know, like a lot of debt, a lot of like 
alcohol, a lot of like just bad decisions. But um, it's gambling, to be honest. It's like, like you know, like Mahjong is a good, uh, popular one. Um, Sorry, sounds like a good life. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm sure they would say that when they <laughs> well, they lasted. No, <laughs> well, for a fact, I, I for a fact, there were members of my family that were like during their lunch break would sneak like two mahjong games right, in. You know, like, that thought would get me on a tangent, man. Get your Chinese citizenship now before it's too late. They're taking over. I'm telling you. Yes, this is an investment. Davey, bro. Davey, bro. I'll tell you this, man. Like, it's, it's, if you're ever at, like, some sort of event and a Chinese man specifically starts saying, like, hey, we should start playing some games, you will be walking out that night with less money. Like, <laughs> somehow, you, you, you start playing, and next thing you know, money's going to be on the line. You know, usually the transition usually starts with pride, you know, like, they're, they're good at that shit, you know, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, you're winning, but you're only winning because you, see, like, there's, like, a whole system, bro, like, they get you, like, ingrained, they're, like, they start letting you win, and you're, like, they're, like, ah, yeah, you know, you're only winning because, like, the stakes are real right now, you know, like, this isn't a real game, and you're, like, okay, fine, like, let's make it a real game, and he's, like, oh, by the way, conveniently, there's an ATM right over there. <laughs> Okay. He like stationed himself right there, like strategically, and then you're like, oh, okay, you go over there. Everything feels natural. Next thing you know, you're going home and you tell your wife you lost like a thousand dollars. So this is insider info from Luke on Asian like ways you can get scammed by an Asian. Like I appreciate this, man. But yes, bro. Like it's 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 some sort of okay. Like you know what? Maybe I'm being rude. Like because I'm from Shanghai, there's a bad rap on Shanghainese people. Maybe that's the the rap I'm like showcasing right now. But it's playing games. Like it's playing some sort of games. You know, mahjong cards for or for the with or without money. With or without money. Usually with the intention of ruining your life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear this tangent, Diza. <laughs> I, no, I, I told D that he's going to go and get a Chinese citizenship now because it's a nice life. He just wants to gamble around the holidays. If you're not born in China, I'm sorry to tell you, it's like like pretty much impossible for you to get a Chinese citizenship. It's, I was born in China. I, I have a Canadian citizenship. It is now impossible for me to get a Chinese what citizenship. What if I marry a Chinese girl? Like, these are the conditions. It doesn't matter. What? Bro, China is not Canada, bro. You think you're getting a citizenship just because you marry you in? You in fact, they might cancel that Chinese girl citizenship, bro. <laughs> if anything. Yeah, you <laughs> even you if I give her a kid... <laughs> You marry a Chinese girl, you take you go you go back <laughs> no guarantee you, go back your China, you marry a Chinese girl, you go back to China, they're they're gonna take her away from you. That's it. We want your lands, not you want our children our our women. That's that's oh, fucking hell. Look at that. Look at that. But no, nah, like I was just really on some yo, like China. Actually, like I, I don't know about the marrying thing, but I know it's very, very very hard it's very hard and it's like you would have to prove certain things right the immigration process is very different like so it's like they would look into like when were you in a relationship with this person like or were you like 
did you get married and then like now you're applying for citizenship like a month after where it's like there's like pre-existing thing and like you know well, well, okay. well I, I, I found something online i found something online <laughs> i love how we're deep diving on this simply put simply put there's no easy way of becoming a chinese citizen the nationality law of the people's republic of china allows foreigners to try and become natural citizens if they have relatives who with who have chinese status have settled in China or have other legitimate reasons. <laughs> That's it. Bro, like, dude, you don't need to dive far into this. The only family I have besides my family is another set of family in Australia. The rest of my bloodline is in China and I can no longer get a Chinese citizen. I know what will do it. I'll be like, Xi Jinping <laughs> is greater than Donald Trump. Let's fucking go. I believe in Confucius and like all his stuff. Let's go. He, like, he walks. He walks through the gates. He's like, "Fuck Jack Ma," and they give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Jack Ma. <laughs> I'm gonna need like. Uh, you know what? You know what? If you walk into like the Chinese borders and instantly kill like five Japanese people, maybe oh. they'll like give you like <laughs> yo the Chinese black up. They have to have direct bloodline descendant from like Japanese generals or something. Imagine <laughs> an actual black guy heading Chinese black ops. Wouldn't that be okay? Like fucking that could be me. That could be me. Even though I have zero hand that maybe, maybe. that could be me. We're assuming that doesn't already exist. I'm not I'm not gonna lie though, this record on this podcast I don't think is helping your Chinese citizenship <laughs> application. Yo, it's for the right reasons, guys. Okay, I love you, she uh, like political guys don't come for me. I like Fuck how you know. I, I like how you're listening to. You know, <laughs> it's I have I, it's, it's goodness in my heart. I have a good reason. I swear. Yo, I was just with it though. I'm like, get your Chinese citizenships now, okay, guys? Like, China is about to become the wave. All right. <laughs> like, like, the, I, bro, you are gonna suffer there, bro. As someone who does not value hard work, how are you gonna deal with six day work weeks? Yo, no, I, I know exactly like, what's was... gonna happen. I know exactly how he's gonna do it. I know exactly how he's gonna do it. You gotta yeah. pause time. Easy. You gotta huh? pause time. If you can pause time, that's that's everything you need to survive in China. Yo, you pause time, you get your shit done, and then you go, and boom. It's like you just work like 10 hours in two hours. Oh, boom. That's how flexible it is. Like, you gotta just fucking make, make up some shit. Pause time. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not a good transition, bro. Oh, my God. This is not a good transition. And this is not what I intended for, like, the, the, the topic, by the way. This is what you get. I'm trying new things. <laughs> Oh my god, pause. I'm so confused. This was supposed to be a transition. Oh yeah, yeah we well, fucking hey, man, bottled listen, that. Yeah, well, I mean I said I said I said earlier I don't want to talk about my topic because I don't know what my topic is. Like why you guys Luke is talking about this dumbass topic. Okay, my point my 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 point originally was like this. Like I feel like a superpower would be like like let's take like let's pin this idea like that would be a superpower you know it's like if you could be like like all the emotion associated with what we're talking about right now let's pin it and then let's get back to it like at a later date like i feel like that's a superpower and i feel like that would solve a lot of conflicts because i think the reason why my, my new theory is this conflicts happen because like emotions take over logic in a way that like 
is out of control and it's due to escalation and it's like i feel like most people like at least one party in like the room can recognize like oh this is about to get to a point where it's like we can't come back from this argument you know what i mean like at, like it's gonna get to a shadow match basically right like where like there's not even gonna be any logic attached and it's like if we could be like yo like right like right now let's just stop and go and then come back to this when we're like more calm we're good but it's like you know you know what i mean right like that does like yeah. you like you can't do that yeah. but yeah. what do you think like do you think because I, I feel like uh, I, I guess the whole premise of this topic is like i feel like the real reason why most conflicts happen is not a fact it's not a matter of logic and reason emotion. but more of a matter of emotion and ego yeah like, I think that's what this whole, like, topic I wanted to, like, preface off of, right? Like, people like to think that, like, uh, like an argument is based off logic because when people leave arguments, they're like, this person was wrong. But really what it was was, like, I was just ramped up. this person, yeah, like, like the, both parties were just, like, like emotional, essentially. Like, they think, like, there's a logical flaw, but that really what it, like wasn't what it was sort of thing. And that's why, like, I was like, oh, if we could just pause time before things get too out of hand and come back to it, there wouldn't be like arguments. Sort of okay. Thing. I, I actually really like this topic. I don't think it's like a, I, at first I was like, I was going to be, yeah, no, never mind. This is a bad topic, but you know, it's, it's not, it's not, it's actually not impossible. I think you're like the, I don't know the way I understood it is like, you're like, Oh, like this needs to be a superpower for somebody to do it, but it exists. Right. It's called like arbitrage. Or like, you know, third parties, mediation, things like that. Like, okay. you know, it's one of the main steps in like conflict resolution and negotiation and things like that. When things get heated, right, you're like, okay, we're going to take a recess. People, they do it in court too, right? It's like when, when shit's not getting anywhere, it's like, mm. let's take a recess, let's take a break. You know, we're going to like, and we're going to come back and then you guys are going to refresh your arguments a little bit. So actually, like what you're saying, I think is incredibly valid. It is a, still a very good strategy. I think it's a very, very good strategy. I think it does get implemented, but you're right. It doesn't really get enough attention, you know, hence why we have to like hire other people to do this shit because it's like the two parties individually, I don't think are ever in that regard. You're right. The two parties individually are not ever going to be able to be relied on to do that because it's not in their interest to do that. Right. It's not in your interest to pause and let the other team like catch up emotionally, because in that time, it's like you are going to catch up emotionally as well. And you're going to get rid of your leverage, too. So I think that's correct me if I'm wrong. That's where I think you come from when you mean like, oh, like, you know, it would be great yeah. if we were able to do this, but we're just not. We are my I'm of the opinion that it's only functionally possible through a third party. I'm 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 I'm. Big agreement with Arya, and I want to like pick, <clears throat> sorry, piggyback and go a little bit further. Who knows? I might go deeper than I need to, but the podcast. Like, I feel like Arya is spot on, and I think you hinted at it, Luke, too, because you're like, I like, I feel like there's always one person there, so it's not impossible. I think you said that you're like, I feel like there's always, and that is it. It's usually just one person, and if that person happens to be in the argument while it's happening then the other person is not even trying to hear anything that there's that you're trying to say because they think pausing, even though it's in both our best interests is in yours. And this is where what Aria was saying comes in. Like, yeah, it kind of just has to happen with a third party and like, like a respected third party. I actually think, like you said, that was why that was created. Cause it's like, we almost always need a pause. 
But then coming back to what Luke was saying, what the superpower would be if like there was to be a superpower here would be the ability to know like if, like while in an argument or while like in a conflict process the ability for both parties to know when like someone's being emotional or when someone's being genuine because like when they're being emotional like you don't want to hear anything that they're saying but like if you knew that the person was actually being like yo let's take a pause it's in both our best interests like you would pause as well and you would go so it's kind of like you just like the people arguing fundamentally can't agree and that's why they're arguing but they wouldn't even be able to agree on the pause right like unless there was some like mystical insight that they just all of a sudden shared and that just most of the time happens to be the law right <laughs> that's the mystical insight. like yo shut the fuck up and listen to each other right so like in that sense like totally agree with like what Ario was saying and i think you were onto it it's, it's like one person usually can see that in the even if it's like the person is not even arguing but most of the time even if you're a third party and you're not respected by either party or one of the parties thinks yo you ain't shit i can fucking beat you like that's useless so even whether they're yeah. just a third party it has to be like a respected third party that can come in and be like pause but again to your point i think pausing that would that would move humanity one step further like humanity I guess, like, what I'm kind of, like, getting, and, like, maybe this is one, what I was thinking about originally was, like, I feel like the conclusion I'm coming to is emotion is something that's not valuable in any context outside of art. Like, that's what I'm, like, I think that's what I'm kind of thinking about because, you know, like, there's this whole idea that emotion can fuel like action and like nuance, right? So it's like, for example, anger can fear you, feel you during an argument or during a fight. But it's like, you know, for example, like it's been like kind of proven, at least on the argument front, that like a rational mind will always come out on top. And recently it's kind of been proven in fighting, you know, like the whole rash brawler like attitude, that's like, those, those guys don't win. You know, like the guy who wins is a person who comes in with a very careful game plan, very like thought out, very like calculated, like, knows what to do and executes it, right? So, like, I'm I'm kind of thinking, like, on that front, emotion seems to be valuable in, like, an artistic context, but, like, not necessarily in any other context. Okay. I, I, I feel like I know where you're coming from. I slightly disagree in the sense that emotion, actually, I think, is the real driver to, like, like winning. Okay, like like look at it sure, artistic aspect, political aspect, you know, whatever it is. Right? Okay. Because the only like let's say you're in. let's say you're you know, you're 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 in a debate or let's say you're trying to like you're the 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 way that you're gonna win this argument, you're on one side of the table, there's someone on the other side of the table, right? You're you're right in the sense that I think the the winner or whoever's gonna come out from, from either table is gonna have a calculated approach, right? But whoever's able to elicit mm -hmm. more emotion. I think is going to win the crowd and be able to like get you on your side. It's kind of like how political movements are won and, and, and all of these kind of things. Right. So it's like in that sense, like that rash, you know, patriotism, that emotional aspect, that, that thing that seems almost illogical because it's just so backed by feeling. I think that actually comes out on top a lot of times, you know, and like, that's one of the biggest reasons why we need, you know, arbitrage or, or mediation and things like that, because it's like, that's going to be too strong to beat with just, with just fucking words, you know? So 
I don't know. Like, I, I see where you're coming from. I know what you mean. But I do think that that emotional aspect has a much larger role than what you've just communicated to me, at least the way I see it. You know, I'm I'm gonna come in here, and I I like I like that like both both have like you know uh, what's it called Op- opposing opinions, and and before I go here, I remember like a couple episodes ago, Luke called me out on confirmation bias. So I like I'm gonna you know take the step further here and be like I do think there's some confirmation bias here in this topic for me. Okay. I'm gonna call it out just because I feel like of all three of us, I'd say I might be the least emotional or at least show the least emotion. So in that sense, you kind of, you know, know where I'm going. Okay. You at least know, like, you know, you would have a good idea if you know me, you might have a good idea where my answer is leading to, but I would say this, um, if you're emotional, like in this, first off, I want to set the premise by saying, or set the context by saying we live in an emotional world, like, like in a world that's like pretty governed by emotions, in my opinion. This is my opinion, right? And that's like the context for my argument. Like that's what I'm going to base it on. So I do think if you are an emotional person and you move around eliciting emotions, you will win. But I think if you are more consistent and even keeled, you will win more and more consistently. Like if you're not too high or too low, like you will win more than someone that's very emotional. And I'll just say this. And I feel like, like just, and this, this is important. Like why I'm saying this is because of the premise that I set that we live in an emotional world. And I feel like if you're the even keel person that comes in there, then you're never going, you're never too hot, too slow. At the end of the day, you're just going to come out all right. Now, however, if you transition to an environment where that's filled with cynics, you know, like me, then the way you will excel is by being the emotional one in that situation. So like, you know, like, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? I just feel like it depends on the environment that you're in. If you read the room and you see that you're filled with like, you know, people that run off higher emotions, like I'd say like extremely extroverted introvert individuals, like, yeah, it might pay a little bit more to like, you know, just be a little bit more even keeled. But then if you're in a, like, you know, situation with, you know, like more introverted individuals, people that, you know, don't express too much. I think it it serves your advantage or you would be more successful if you're the person that's, you know, eliciting more emotion Yeah, go for it, sir. Okay. I don't know if I can get behind that. Okay. And I'm going to ask one question just to start this off and then I'll get into my point. Right. Do you believe that centrists are liked for the most part? No. Why do you think that is? Because people like to believe that if you don't pick a side, like you're, you're kind of useless, like you don't deserve yeah. to have a voice or you don't deserve to live. So that's also the perception that moderate people or the people you're describing get. You know, that's the that's just the perception that they automatically get. My point was people who are more emotional will win all the time because they're picking a side and they're drawn to that entire group of people. When you look at a spectrum. You know, and like, sure, it could be political or it could be a decision spectrum. You know, you have one side and the other side, right? Most of the people live on one side or the other. Very few live in the middle. So while, and you know, D, like I, uh, like I really, to be honest, in my, like, this is my opinion of the world. I wish it wasn't true because, and I know you guys think I'm, I'm off the edge a little bit sometimes. That's just because like, I like to, 
I like to like talk with Edge because I, I feel like that gets attention a little bit more. People people will listen a little bit more, right? But it's like I am also much more moderate in my views. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm never too far off one side or the other, right? Like I always reserve my judgment, right? But it's a lonely path to live because not everyone's gonna respect that and not everyone's gonna be on board with you because of that. It's like it's the people around you that respect that, you know, because you're still a very kind, accepting, loving person. You're able to forge very, very close personal bonds. But on a winning scale, on an overall scale, you're going to win and you're going to eat more when you can reach to a bigger chunk of the population. Ultimately, that just comes by picking a side and being emotional to it and actually getting that connection with most of the people. And that includes anywhere from just outside the center all the way to the fringes. Or whatever your decision it is that you decide. So, I don't know. I'm not on board with that. Like, uh, I don't fully agree that you're going to win more consistently by being moderate or, or not being as as tempered because it's like you're gonna you're gonna win less. The ones that you do win are going to be more loyal and more consistent. That's true. But I think the true way to like win consistently is to pick a side and, and battle with, with, with all your heart. I think that's that's the that's the actual formula to, to win. And obviously, this is just winning arguments. We're talking about arguments here. We're yeah. not talking about, like, you know, milestones, life goals, things like that. This is, like, one side versus the other, who wins, who loses type of thing. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I, I agree with you. And, and maybe more consistent might not be the word. I think maybe over a longer period of time might be the word. Like, just because, like... I would say one of the and, and like I think your your question was like I like the way you framed your argument with that centrists are not like like you know thing. I guess, <laughs> like, like, it's, don't like us. <laughs> it's, no 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 yeah I'm like yeah no I know I know niggas hate it when I'm on that yo I'm not making it I'm not getting into this like yeah. but like I think at least the motivation for me and like I'm okay with that like motivation for me is like I know no one wins for more than like you know ten or fifteen years like I'm kind of on the like you're only winning now you're not winning forever like i don't know like in my mentality so in that sense like just based off of that i always just think the fact that i'm aware that you're only winning for like it's temporal like just lets me know wait i'm 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 a bit confused about the centralist argument because are we kind of attributing emotion to like a political demographic and saying like a certain political demographic is more emotional no, no, no. So I, 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 think- I, I just pulled the centrist argument in here because d was talking about being moderate and temperate with your emotions right Emotion. and that's yeah. that's yeah. a characteristic okay, of okay, the centrist okay. i figured yes. that was the best way to get yeah. everyone to understand is just use yes. that it's just like look at it as okay, a, so- like a decision spectrum one a versus b okay Okay, I'm 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 on the I'm I'm back wait, then wait, because wait, 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 wait. my. Do you hear what? that? Hear what? That is <laughs> sorry. One of my tabs just started playing Family Guy. <laughs> I was just I was just hearing Peter. Okay, no, yeah, no, that that definitely did not happen. But for me, you no. Know, <laughs> The world, like the family guy, it just starts playing to the world. <laughs> That'd be pretty terrifying. But um, I think like my point had nothing to do with like, um, like you know, like center, left, or right. My point is more this, like, like emotions only matter when they invoke action. You know, that's the only context they matter because, and, and, and that's like the main thing I want to drive forward. You know, certain people are 
there's like, you know, like you can make an argument that people who are more emotional, um, accomplish more than people who are less emotional, blah, 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 like whatever argument you want to make. But that's because emotion is attached to a action, which is then a result happens and something tangible occurs out of it. Right. So like, I think like, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what happens, it's, 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 it's the emotion that is most like secondary because the thing we're framing the emotion against is action. The other thing I have against emotion is, you know, there's this idea that, and I want to remind us of this, right? Like emotion is just a chemical reaction and people can use it. Like people can use it to their favor. People know, for for example, if you know certain things that make you happy, you can utilize it as a reward mechanism to reward hard and rewarding behavior. You know what I mean? Like, for example, if I like good eating things and I know I need to work out and I work out and I reward myself with something afterwards and I do this consistently over time, my, I will trick myself into thinking that I like doing that good thing because I'm associating that good thing with the reward at the end of the day. Right? So this is why I think emotion is important. But the reason why I was bringing up the emotion is only important in an artistic medium is because in a practical context, it can be manipulated to our advantage it only really matters when it's paired alongside action. And in itself, it doesn't yield anything. Like, I, and I think that's also, like, important to kind of recognize, right? Like, emotion kind of, like, segmented in itself doesn't mean anything. And I think, and let me give one last example before I let you guys go, right? I think one of the most um, idealistic ideas of emotion is love, Right? But does love mean anything if I just feel it towards someone? It doesn't. That love has to yield things. But let's say I love someone and I go and like I clean their whole house. And in one scenario, the reaction is, wow, this is so kind of Luke. Like I, I, I love him back. And that's taken well. But what if in like another example, they're like, why is Luke a stalker? And he broke into my house and cleaned all my shit. Right? So in that context... Same emotion, but now it yields two different things. And that's why I say ultimately, like, it doesn't really mean anything. It just means the outcome of the result. Okay, you lost me a little bit. And like, yeah. I think you kind of killed yourself like, with that okay. last example, too. <laughs> like, when, like, give me a counterexample for when emotion does not, like, in inspire action. I think emotion always, in fact, always. to its detriment, always inspires action. Like, in fact, like, I think the only time I do shit is actually when I'm actually emotional. Like, and, is and fear then, emotion? Fear is 1,000% yeah, emotion. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most exploited one, too, right? Okay. I, and I was going to say, like, I think we're, like, not to just, like, you know, ki like shoot at you, but also to try and give you, like, you know, some CPR and make sure you don't die. It's like, yo, like, I think where you're trying to go is, like, you can also control the results of your emotion. You don't have to just, you know, let it like. Do it that's not what I'm trying, trying that's to. That's also deal with. That is not always true. The, well, the opposite of that was where I'm well, trying to go. Yeah, I guess it's not always true, but I feel like that's the like ideal scenario. Like, or, like ideally, ideally to. you want. Okay, and this is. I, I think this comes back to like, communication, right? Making sure that you know across the the channel, across the medium, you know, any interference, you know, make sure that the message is properly received, right? Clear. And that's 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 what you want. I understand that. 
But ultimately, it's like you have no control over the situation. When you put emotion out there, right? It's like that. Could, depending on who's hearing it, they're gonna take it, and there's gonna be a different action at the result yeah. of it, right? That's like when, like you know, look at all these like politicians like talking. Like they're they're gonna make a talking point. Someone who's more towards the center is gonna have a moderate approach to it. Someone who's on the fringe is probably gonna go start a riot. You know what I mean? Sure, Something sure. like that. Yeah, no, so I'm with you, but, like, all of this to say, like, I don't think there's really many, if they exist, cases of emotion not being followed up with action, like, almost immediately. Like, I... No, well, okay, I don't want to die on this one specific example because I would say, like, for example, you said fear is an emotion. Fear has prevented people from doing things multiple times. And you might say the lack of action is an action and then the argument gets even more abstract. So, like, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, right? Yeah, like, I, like and, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that rabbit hole. It's kind yeah. of like, oh, like, fear changed your action. It didn't prevent you from... Yes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, and so I don't want to get into... But, like, do you get what I mean? It's like, we're going to... Okay, like, sure. I feel like emotions are yep. a good way to... Okay, that's bad. Okay, you know, I'm not going to go back on the argument. I'm going to, I'm going to, instead of moving backwards, I'm going to go forwards. Okay, again, I'm going to reiterate my point. My point here was that um, I feel like emotion is not valuable in a non artistic context. That's my, that's my, that's my premise here. Okay. Um, and let me try in a new example. So, Okay, my oh fuck. Okay, damn. Let me, let me do I, let me do I forgot my example. <laughs> I was thinking, yo, I was thinking about this the whole time. You guys were talking, and I just forgot it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah anyway, go. Okay, give you a counter example, and maybe you can, because I would say I think that's false, and then would, you can yeah, make okay. your point by okay. attacking like my point type shit. And by the way, I'm not necessarily saying I believe this. This is just yeah, something yeah, I want yeah, us yeah, to yeah, discuss, yeah. right? This is what I want no, us to no, discuss. No, no. Yeah. Is, don't worry, I'm I'm with you on that page. So like because this isn't something I was gonna say, like, emotions are extremely valuable outside art. And I would say the other context that they're valuable in is human interaction, which I would say is probably one of the most important contexts. So like emotion might not be the best in terms of like, you know, just even though they might be like in terms of like just actioning as what you mean or what you're trying to imply. But in terms of human interaction, I think that's probably the sphere that they're most important in. Cause I would say emotional intelligence and knowing like being able to react to others' emotions and, you know, to an extent reacting to others react to your emotions kind of, I think that's like the Holy grail of humans. Like, you know what I mean? I will say that's more artistic than non-artistic, right? Like human interaction. The whole idea, like, I think the whole nuance I'm trying to bring up here is like, like emotion works in abstract contexts, contexts, but it doesn't work in non-abstract contexts. I'm trying to think of artistic as that, because when you think of like artistic, like even think about like, like, um, like artistic studies, right. Or like social sciences and things like that. There's no definitive yes or no. Like, I think uh, like what I'm trying to like put forward is that, okay. right. And it's like human interaction, I would say is more along the lines of that than like something that's not artistic. So I think I'm, I guess I'm kind of with you because you said artistic and like, I don't want to go into your definition of art, but I guess the opposite of emotions in your context might just be intelligence, right? Like, like if you're intelligent, like that's a yes or no answer for anything as opposed to, Oh, if that's the definition of intelligence. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a point and tell me if I'm on the right page or not. If you guys agree or disagree, right? Yeah. But I think that emotion is the ultimate, you know, factor in in life. I think is 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 important because we we all agree there's no action or decision that's made without an emotion that precedes. It. Can we agree on that? I agree on that. There's no action because, and I was, and here's why. And I've said this on the podcast before. I think that the ultimate driver behind humans is not happiness. It's not um, anger. It's not confusion. It's fear. I think fear yeah, drives yeah. everything that we do. Fear drives yeah. everything that we do. Fear is an emotion at the end of it, right? Why do you go to work? Why do you go to yeah, work? You're afraid of being fired, man. You need you're afraid money. of, yeah, you, you, need, you need to fucking live. You need to eat. Where am I going to get my next meal from? That's an anxiety. That's fear. Yeah. Where am I going to, you know, get my clothes from? That's a fear. That's anxiety. I think that on. emotion is so important and so integral in all of these factors. And ultimately, that's the driver behind it. And I think that's my ultimate opinion on emotion and like it is very important in any context so that includes artistic that includes non-artistic i think this conversation about abstract or or non-abstract ultimately actually doesn't even matter because emotion is a baseline important in, in everything i think it's just period point blank period you know i feel like your ultimate insight is like spot on like i think that's a truth like a fundamental this, I don't, this might be the first time i feel like this might be, like actually or at least i've said it out loud that like we've, we've stumbled on a fundamental truth like in, in conversation because i think you're right in the sense that fear is the ultimate driver of human existence and i think when i thought or not like i think i figured myself out but the reason why I think that was because I was able to isolate like my fear and it was like memento mori, like my fear of death. Like I was able to isolate that and channel that. And I kind of like use it as my fuel. Like you guys know me, you know, like my relationship with talking about death and like, you know, that kind of <laughs> thing. It was kind of like when I figured that out, like my relationship with like my fear of death, I felt like I figured myself out like as a human. So like, I'm like, at least in my personal like opinion and experience, I do think fear is a primary driver of like my life and specifically the fear of my death is literally what makes me wake up every day and like do shit. And like mm. when I'm at my best, it's when I like synthesize that and use that emotion like to its purest. And the other times is when I just kind of like don't accept it and I'm just fighting it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I'm 1000% yeah. with that. Insight. Yeah. I think that, yeah, like by that definition or by the way that we're all talking about this too, it's like, how do you get someone to do something? What's the art of persuasion? Well, if you look at it from the emotional standpoint, it's actually quite simple. It's capitalize on their, on their fear, capitalize on their principal emotion of fear. It's like, get them, get, you want someone to do something, get them to be scared of what would happen if they didn't do it, you know? And it's like, I don't know, that's. I can never get on board with an argument. I think that, you know, fear is, or sorry, emotion period is non-essential to action or that fear won't elicit an action or that fear is even secondary. I think it's primary. I think, I say fear, sorry. I mean emotion. Emotion Emotion is not secondary. I don't think in, in any, in any context. Yeah. And, and, and before Luke comes in, like my final point on this, because I do think, like Luke is onto something. I think there's something in the machine right now 
that's trying to, I wouldn't say minimize, but trying to understand exactly how to control and like how important emotion is to like our productivity. And I do think like the way that direction has been going is like a little bit of minimizing it, but I will say me and the brother Olaf, we went on a very mystical and I think important journey. Like at some point in 2018, <laughs> you know, just like me and Ola to go on a mystical. I know he's like, y'all took shrooms. Y'all took acid. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, say that, and, say that, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're podcasters, okay? I got to fluff it up. <laughs> this guy, he's like, he's, he's scared of what people are going to think, so he changes his... Maybe uh, his bleep, bleep, bleep out the broski's <laughs> name, though. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. We can bleep out the broski's name. Oh, yeah, true, oh, so. oh, Mark. Clip. There you go. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> there you go. Right. So, but like, yeah, all of this to say, like, I think the fundamental realization on that mystical journey was, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call it a fucking mystical journey. Deal with it, okay? Like, was call it a mystical journey? Yeah. That emotional, the emotional quotient is greater than the intellectual quotient, and that like our emotions matter more. At least my my interpretation of that, like we really just wrote EQ greater than IQ on like whiteboards and like red marker, <laughs> but like my my synthesis of that was just that like emotion is the most important part of like our development or our evolution as humans. Like what kind of make, makes us stand apart, and like yeah, like you know the secret to evolving to god level is there's a lot of things that separate us besides just emotion i I imagine i'm I'm gonna let you end there i wouldn't say yeah like yeah 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 that's fair but it was an insight it was a mystical journey right so it's funny actually like luke you say that because it's like yeah you're right there's a lot that separates us aside emotion actually emotion if anything makes us more similar than anything oh yeah like like no it's it's it's, react I mean, by the way, like, this is getting into nuance, but, like, fear is not necessarily an emotion. It's more like an instinct. Same with, like, hunger or horniness. Like, those are, those are more, like, instinctual than emotional. Fear, I think. Every, every, everything feels these, like, specific, like, Yeah, what about, no, like, is is that reproduction Hold on, no, no. I don't want to, I don't want to get. Love is an abstract no, concept, but like I, I would be very confident to say that. Wouldn't it be the instinct behind, like, wouldn't reproduction be the instinct behind? The I don't want to hold on a sec. I don't want to get this conflated because I do want to point out sure. fear is actually like one of the most basic human emotions. It is absolutely an emotion. I will, I will, I will argue this still. Yeah, like, like I'm saying it's an emotion. The, the way humans interpret fear is an can be stretched out to an emotion, but fear is an instinct that every living thing feels. It's an emotion. So what about, it's a survival what instinct. About no, the instinct is is the instinct is the action you take because of fear. So, fear is the emotion. Okay, sure. So th- then I would say fear is not that unique of an emotion. Right. It's yeah. a basic one. That's what. I'm, that's my point. Yeah. yeah, it's not too unique. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm just saying, like every every like because you were saying emotion is the thing that separates human beings. In that yeah. case, emotions minus the emotion of fear. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. you, that's the like. I'm with you. <laughs> that's the clarification we must make. Yeah. Then, yeah. You know? I'm with like, you there. I'm with um, you there. We can take fear out of the like commonality. We sure. have more complex emotions. Sure. Guys. Yeah. No, actually, yeah. but you have to understand. 
everything stems from fear, right? Like for example, greed can be extrapolated from fear, just like how you say love can be extrapolated from the the desire to reproduce. Like that, none of all of these things can be extrapolated from a primal like roots, like emotions. I'm spot on with you. And I think that's what the vegan crew and the stop killing cow crew are all on. And they're like, yo guys, like they probably can synthesize these complex emotions from like the basic fear that they have. But like humans, we just have no way to test it out. Okay, you lost me. <laughs> and you know what? By, by the way, D, like I'm sure we can come up with some complicated like method of measuring emotion where we can register a cow. But it's like, at what point do we stop? Like, am I going to have to feel bad about like my basil? Like, do you get what I mean? I don't. Oh, okay. There we go. I don't. No, I, and I'm with you Neither do I feel bad about eating cows. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually with you on the, you know, human death is like relative, but like, I'm just trying to say like the complexity of emotion. I'm not saying human death is not sad. I'm just saying that uh, human deaths are sad to only specific humans. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying a human death is not sad as a net I got, I, I, I because all of us would sacrifice human beings for other human I beings. That in itself makes the fact that human lives are not sacred as a general Luke, statement. I, I, like if I were to ask the average person around the world, would you rather your mother die or another person's mother die? They would almost always pick another Luke, person. I agree with you and I think you're spot on. The world just doesn't agree with us there's something called the universal declaration of human rights okay like the world considers <laughs> life sacred i agree with you though it's only sacred to specific people like you know that have been touched but like the world does not agree with that like the human thing human life is sacred in the context that it doesn't affect another human yeah. life well okay. Okay, I I, I I agree. Right, like that I makes sense. Like we wouldn't sacrifice a human for like a thousand dollars. This is where the mor- personal morality comes yeah. in. The universal there's... declaration of human rights. Now, I want to ask a vegan this. How many dog lives for a human? Hey, great question. Great question. The honest way, let me ask you though. Is there a number? <laughs> Do you think there's a number? I think one to one. <laughs> not because i necessarily disagree with you but more so because i think as humans and also any species right it's like when you see something bad happen to something that is similar to you so in this case, something that is your own species, your brain is going to naturally recognize that as something that is more devastating or something that you'd like to avoid because you're obvi- you're auto- humans are empathetic, right? You're automatically able to, to empathize with what's going on, right? You see a human dying, horrible. you're like, no, right. I don't want to see a human die because I'm a human and I know humans, right? But then when you get granular and you start asking more specific questions like, okay, what if it was this specific human that was going to die? Right. Then it's like, okay, morals and shit like that. Then that's more dependent on where you grew up, your culture, your values, your norms, and your answers could then be different. But at a baseline, at a baseline, if you like, if you talk to a normal someone who's not disturbed by psychological traumas, right? But who is human? uh, No, well, there's there's levels. You know, yeah, you know what I mean, right? When you ask someone who is in of sane mind and state, most of the time, or actually 100% of the time, 
they are not going to want to sacrifice any human life. That's just not how humans are wired. You know, you're getting granular. And then that's when, that's when other factors come into mind. And then maybe you might be right. It's like, okay, yeah. Like I would obviously rather some random lady die than my mother die. You know what I mean? It's like, you're giving me an ultimatum. I have to pick. Therefore my fear is going to kick in and I'm going to choose the option that makes me the most comfortable. Yeah, no, 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 don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I do feel like I'm outlier and I actually know. And I was just trying to let Luke know that like, yo, like human life is sacred. Like in general, like even though I might not necessarily think and I don't think you are like you're leaning away from that. I'm like, there's the EDHR. OK, yeah. that kind of like tells us what to think about that. And that's where like our air is coming in here. And then you're like, yeah, I agree with you. 100% of the- human life in general is not sacred. Human right, human lives in specificity is. I would sacred. switch that statement around. There are human yeah, beings. I was going to say, I would switch that statement around. In general, in okay, general on a, okay, on a very basic it. level, this is what I was trying to say. On a very basic level, right when there's no details, nothing attached. Human life is. Yeah. is That's what I'm is saying. Sacred. No, you're saying it's not sacred. It's not I'm sacred. Saying, <laughs> I'm saying it is. Right? I know what I mean. <laughs> but the example you gave was someone specific, then it matters. No, but so. then it doesn't matter because you're willing you to sacrifice someone. That's what I'm trying. When you know, when it's a specific granular moment, then there's factors that come in place. Such That's as, how sacred that life is. You're willing to sacrifice someone else's no, life, then, even multiple lives. Luke, that's my point. It's like the fact that you're able to sacrifice those lives. But how does that the, how does that contradict my statement, which is not that humans? Chill out, chill out. This is, a, this, is a, this is a this is a this is a this is a logic I'm time, trying, not emotion the, time. The point, okay. the point that I'm trying to make is when there's no details, nothing else attached to it, right? A human does not want to kill another human. Therefore, the life is sacred. But when details come into play, when you have an ultimatum, like you stole my money. One, one, sure, one in life. your very specific context, you're right. But in my context, I'm also right. My context is that human life is only not sacred in specificity, which is why I'm saying I'm willing to sacrifice human lives because this is specific now. It's my mom. So how is that contradicting my own statement? I'm saying human lives only matter in specific you said you're, you're not matter. wait wait Arya let me let me because yeah. like I'm on I'm on Luke's side and I know you're against us but like I don't think Luke understands that yet. I'm not against so let me try. No not against but like I know what you mean like the argument your argument like yeah. Luke like like yes I agree with you like you're right I do think that's true but it's like one of those true things that you can't say out loud <laughs> like you know what I mean? no. oh my god that's not what this is it's like wait 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 that's not what this is though we're, yeah, we're arguing we're a nuanced all, definition we're all on the same page here we're all on the same page we're arguing the new Luke yeah. right. we're, we're arguing the nuance of definition we're arguing a nuance of wording like that's what this discussion is I feel like at the end of the day like for you specifically yeah. So my point is this, and we're we're all in agreement here. The the example we all, no one disagrees with the example, right? When there's emotion attached, when there's a specific person attached, when there's an ultimatum given, right? You're gonna choose one human life over the other. Therefore, that is evidence that in that specific situation, there is a human life which you do not value, right? There is a human life which now is not sacred, but when they're all the context is removed when all the context is removed sane human beings will not sacrifice another human being for no reason in a general sense 
Luke That's doesn't mass agree murder. with that. And, like, neither yeah. do I. But, like, you already called me an outlier. So, like, I'm cool with that. Like, I'm saying, like, I recognize, like, like I would, like, in the general context, like, I could kill you, like, on some shit. Like, you know, like, if I felt like it. Like, you know, I, like. I, like, D, I'm calling out your bullshit. Like, you're not going to randomly kill someone. You're not going to randomly kill someone. It's You're not going to do it. You like 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 you will, but that's beyond the point. Like your your natural human instincts have no reason for you to kill someone. You're not a psychopath, and therefore you won't do it. But now add context: someone pissed you off, someone stole something from you, someone beat someone you love. Now you don't care about another human life because there's emotion yeah. that's driving that decision. Okay, I think I think the, the the difference between me and your definition is you're focusing on the word context, where I'm focusing on the word matter. I'm not saying matter means you have to be alive. I'm saying matter means now the decision there's there's weight placed on it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying the outcome of the decision is important. I'm saying. In this context, this decision is now important. I'm not talking about the outcome of the decision. I feel like you're more focusing on that. What I'm saying is it, like the, the context and the decision at hand is only important given a context. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying the, the, the outcome of this has to be people live or die. Like that, that doesn't necessarily have a weight here. I'm saying the decision has weight. You lost me. Only in a context. You lost me. I'm I'm cool. Like I feel like I understand both of you. I don't know if either of you understand me. I don't know if either of you understand each other. No, I understand you. You're saying a like, human life doesn't matter in general. Just like yeah, you're saying like a human life matters as much as like a dog's life as much okay, as anything I'm glad else. You guys understand me. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. I understand you, yeah. And Luke is saying human life literally only matters like in context, like. In general, like, yeah. like I'm just saying, human life matter if we think yeah, about we it. Think. Like, if we start thinking about it, and we're like, human life matter, human yeah, life like matter. I'm, but guess what? Like, five people probably died like in the past like yeah, five minutes, and we didn't give a fuck. I'm not thinking about them. You know, like I'm not crying yeah. right now. And Arya is like, yo, there's the UDHR that says human yeah. life is sacred. So I'm that's not, like I, our I have baseline. not mentioned the the. I, have not, I, have, I don't think that's what I'm saying either. Once. You're the only one who's been mentioning that. My, my point is this, like literally this is my only point, right? At a baseline, at our natural fucking Why do you say that? What, what, what is your proof for saying that? What is the baseline that established this? That's why I'm bringing up the UDHR. You can't just are, make a proposition. Are, because people who are murderers are considered psychopaths. Do you agree with that? Yes. No, yes. That's, I'm just bringing, I agree. Why? I'm just saying why? Why? because why? it's why the law. It's no, the UDHR. No, That's no. the reason. They're, people okay. are not considered psychopaths <laughs> because they break the law. They're considered criminals because they break the law. Psychopaths oh, okay. are studied, analyzed, and diagnosed because they have norms that go against what is human behavior. Human behavior is to not kill. Humans don't do that at a baseline. There's a reason behind it. An emotional response murder is an emotional this is like response. the first time like we don't kill like okay uh, can i can i can i break down this in like a more simplified matter d is saying a human life is the same as a dog's <laughs> life Ari is saying all humans would pick a human over a dog and i'm saying a human will pick a human with a story over a human without yes. a story that is, I think that is the summarization yes, here. And I, oh, by the way, I argue, I agree with Arya's point more than your point. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, that's that fine. a human will always 
pick a human oh, over yeah. a dog. I, like, if that's think, your point. I, if I that's think, your point. I think our mistake is approaching this from a human angle. Let's approach this from an animal angle because we're animals, right? Humans are too complicated for this. And example. I brought the vegan shit in. You guys were like, I'm no, 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 no. You brought the vegan shit in just so you can like continue to devalue the human. Bro, I will, I will kill infinite dogs. <laughs> Bro, you are not telling me we care about we have we have genocided species. Yes. Like humans have committed genocide. Emotional responses. Genocides over either, yeah. you know, personal beliefs or aren't we, beliefs. Aren't we on the cusp? Pardon? Bro, we are on the cusp of genociding cacao trees. We are on the cusp of like genociding salmon. Like, yeah. I don't understand what you're saying. Like, we are more than willing to sacrifice. Like, the salmon argument is is useless because it's not even our own species. I'm saying, like, behind every gen, behind yeah, sure. every genocide, behind every single one of these things that you talk about, someone has tried to create a justifiable thing for it. Right, and they will die for that. Okay, and that is my point. There, the context is so important, right? Humans will devalue a life when there's context involved, when there's something more important that they want to strive for. When there's no reason for that, humans won't kill another human. All right, look at it from an animal perspective. Animals will stick out for their own. That's what animals do. So, for my own argument about humans and the dogs, don't you think it's the same for a? an animal if like an animal does not come in my habitat i have no interaction with it mm -hmm. i don't want to take over it like i don't need to kill it like i don't give a fuck like i'm just doing it but mm -hmm. once i see that there's something there like now i'm like yeah you need to go like, like something I feel in like it for you something in it for you as context exactly. context whether it's an animal or a human that's what gives us care like exactly. outside that we really don't give a fuck you're the same like, that's where I'm trying to come with. Like, in mm -hmm. terms of my human is as important as a dog. Like, a human without context, let me be more specific, is as important as a dog without context. And I would say a human with context, yes, is most more likely greater than a dog with context. But without context, they're equal. I would say that. So, like, in the sense that... Sure. I, I I'm, can say that. I'm not in complete disagreement with, like with your argument i'm not and i want to i want to i want to buttress this and like i would say if the vegans had their way because <laughs> wait wait yes no and it's funny <laughs> because this, is, I think, this is become an episode against vegans no like it's not even against them because i actually i'm with them in the sense like i do think they're both important like in without context they're both the, but i was gonna say like i keep bringing the udhr thing because you're saying like fundamental human behavior and i'm just kind of like no it's a law that's right i was gonna say i think what the vegans are saying and like human behavior can be changed with law if they had their way they would include all life not just human life is sacred and so even to kill animals now you would have to have and that would like 20 generations down that would alter human behavior and it would be like now humans don't just kill animals all willy-nilly it's kind of like you need a permit and you need to like submit that and like if you kill an animal without proper permission you could actually be punished and go to prison or you could be considered a that psychopath happens now like, that, that happens now you know and and that, like it's not fully into law don't get me wrong right but it that's is. like it's seg well, it oh peter is. is it it fully is. Oh, okay. Sorry. In it, North it, America. It, it, they say like illegal hunting yeah, and things like is. that. 
But it's like very easy to get away but with. Like, yeah, but you get what I mean? So like it, it was, but like, I guess Vegas just won it. And shout out to them. Lobby groups and money. It's like, bro, like you think about it. Like, how, yeah, like how do they like not get away with it? They get randomly searched. Like that's literally how they not get away yeah, with it. So, but like, I'm just like, but so you guys kind of like, you guys kind of get my point there where it's kind of yeah. like, and that's where the importance comes a little bit. Like, I'm not like, so, and I don't know, but and yeah. By the way, for context, you know, like the reason why those laws exist or not because people like animals it's literally because we're hunting them to extinction that's it that's the only reason why that exists actually that's why that's why even, even, even a step further if hunting them to extinction wouldn't affect us we wouldn't care <laughs> but it's actually because we discovered hunting them to extinction yes exactly fucks up our ecosystem and at the end of the day fucks us up that's the, that's reason. the only reason we care that's the only yeah. reason we care anyways I'm just saying, bro. Context is the only thing that gives life meaning. any like life I meaning. Agree. Like any. That's life. another like, fundamental like truth you've stumbled upon this episode. Emotion, context, and oh. emotion. <laughs> All right, boys, we're at time. We're at time. Yeah. Let's go to our community. <laughs> this has been an hour and a half long episode. But um, we stumbled upon two fundamental truths, though. So, like, I no, think, I think, context no, and emotion give meaning to life. And fear, really? fear pre- is a it's driver. It's pretty hard to argue that. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's that's kind of why it's called a fundamental truth, demo. <laughs> anyway, boys, what do you got to eat? Anyone got anything to eat? We're gonna go into community highlights now. Well, I had like gingerbread cookies for Christmas, so thank you. Any specific brand? Well, my uh, my sister made them from the cookies. Yeah, you're just shouting out gingerbread. <laughs> yeah, just because I had them today, like. Uh, it's a popular shout out, man. I can't lie to you. That's not like gingerbread is not like. Oh, I I don't really fuck with gingerbread. Luke, Luke, like Luke comes in just to tell you he doesn't like your your. I know. Your I, I know we're doing that with community highlights now. <laughs> Wait, but like, does anyone love gingerbread though? I've never heard anyone that's like, "Yo, I'm so excited for I mean, gingerbread whenever, like whenever cookies." Camping comes around and we do s'mores. I'm actually like pretty excited for that. It, what s'more. s'mores are not made with gingerbread it's made with graham crackers the same thing pretty much that is not gingerbread it's like almost the same thing it's not like a gingerbread has much more like spices i don't like like it has nutmeg and shit like yeah then gingerbread's tight you know but it's like like uh, yeah. look at the white kids like not liking like white shit <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, this is a surprise to me. Dolapo likes white shit the white guys don't like. <laughs> well, not white. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I was like, you'll wash your mouth, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry for yeah. insulting you guys. Excuse me. Excuse me. Your favorite dessert is pound cake, bro. Yeah, it doesn't get more white than that, my friend. <laughs> don't come at me, my friend. Yeah, no, my favorite dessert is cookies. Okay. Yeah, watching Gossip Girl or whatever that show is you guys are watching. What was it? Oh, hey. Emily in Paris. Emily in yeah, Paris. I'm watching. sorry we, don't, we can't watch something in another language and be deep, Arya. Yeah, exactly, you fucking white boy. <laughs> you a white boy? Actually, I feel like that's like a show that's not frequent by many white boys, so... Yeah, white girls. <laughs> well, <laughs> getting cultured. Go. By white girls. Okay, uh, Luke, do you have anything other than gingerbread cookies? <laughs> No, I just have, I just have gingerbread hate, bro. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A great start to our community highlights. D says something Luke disagrees. <laughs> All right, <laughs> boys, 
What do you got to, to read? Anyone been reading anything? No, but uh, Ray Dalio uh, got a new, he has a new book out that I definitely, I listened to, I've listened to his little promotional tour for the book. I think I will hop on it. Um, give me a sec. It's called Principles and uh, Time in the Changing World Order, I believe. Give me a sec. Let me just make sure I get the, uh, it's like he has his first book, like Principles. Okay. Principles for Dealing with a Changing World Order. So yeah, that's a new book. Jeez, yeah, so, like, that's that's also one of the reasons why it was like on the get your Chinese uh, passport tangent <laughs> as well. But yeah, it's a little bit inspired by some of the opinions he shared. He has so, yeah, he has a few nice. different uh, like this is just the latest in the principle series, right? Like I think yes, the first one was exactly. principles for success. So there's yeah. just like principles. And then there's like two, like there was one very specific print, like principle for like something about debt, I think. Oh yeah. I've only, I'm only familiar with principles, the plain principles. And now this one, uh, principles for navigating big debt. I think that's what it was. I was actually Mm. like, I read that in school, um, in my last semester when I was in Spain, they like passed that around. It was actually like quite a nice book. It's pretty dope. But yeah. Yeah. Luke. Mm-hmm. No. All right, boys. What you got to watch? My, oh, I don't know if I shouted out the show before, but I want to, I rewatched this show recently with my, not really with my sister. She was uh, rewatching it simultaneously. <laughs> um, it, it's Hannibal. Um, the first two seasons are like my favorite, like TV, like probably, um, maybe tied with Breaking Bad. Um, yeah, would would recommend it. Nice. D. And got shit. And got shit. Someone r- tried to recommend me Superstore. <laughs> Have you guys heard of that? Like this I've new show on Netflix. Like, yeah, Sikami. Like I, I watched like like funny six, seven episodes. And I really didn't like it. So I'm. This is going to be like one of the, this is an anti-recommendation. We're not going to put it on the list where I'd be like, because it's so popular too. I just don't be liking that shit. I think, I think you, can put you don't like it. You, you don't mess with it. don't like it though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it. yeah, I guess. I, I, the only reason I say it is because like, that's the only new thing I've been watching recently. Like I watched like six episodes and I was like, eh, whatever. Fuck this. Where, you know, a nice little throwback. Uh, I watched the, the Great Gatsby the other day again. Um, always a classic. I love that movie. It's just like great. I like it's not a holiday movie, but it's like I always watch it around the holidays, and it's actually like quite heartwarming. Stylized yeah, movie, it's very good, iconic, iconic. All right, boys. Um, what you got to listen? This is the big one. Okay, so <laughs> I, don't have I, I have one. I actually found the song like today. No, so I found the song today, but I had heard it. Uh, like a, a while ago, but like, and since I've heard it, like I've just had it on repeat. So it's called "To the Moon" by Junior Choi. Junior Choi, and the album art is a tweet of Elon Musk. Is an Elon Musk tweet that says <laughs> "To the Moon." So it's a pretty dope song. It's like it's like British. It's like grime, grimy, but like I think I, I love the pianos. Awesome. All right. Um, before we get into our special, you know, end of year segment, 
Um, my only recommendation would be Magic by Nas. It's the new Nas album. Dropped a few days ago. Um, so far, I'm, I'm really loving all the tracks on it. I think, like I told this in our group chat the other day, but I really do think it's more of an ode to his OG self. The type of flows that he's putting out there, I haven't really seen since like Life is Good, and like 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 not even like like Life is Good, like it's not like a replica of Life is Good, but Life is Good was also an Otis OG self, like that was some shit we hadn't seen since like early two thousands Nas, and I feel like we're getting that again, you know what I mean? I had missed that so mm. much since like Life is Good, because Life is like locomotive Loco was like mad, like you know what I mean? Like you just remember, that was that's your favorite Nas album, actually. Yeah, yeah like dude, it was it. so good. You just did such a great job, and that was what 2012, 2011. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's been ten years, and then like ten years before that. So it's like every ten years he comes out, he does some OG shit. And it's like, man, like he's getting old. I like the day he stops making music. I'm gonna be a sad boy, but um, definitely. I know. I said, do you, you, yeah. Did you guys see that like Jay Z interview recently where he was like, oh, no one can take me on a versus? Oh <laughs> I was like, mm, yeah. I don't know. There might be one dude out I was, there. I was listening to Ether too, like the other day after this album dropped. I was like, holy fuck, man. Like, how does. Like honestly, man, if that happened today, like Jay, like whoever he His wrote that to today, over. over. It would be over. Oh, done. It would be done. Done. Like, done. That is. <laughs> there would be TikTok memes <laughs> made <laughs> to that like diss like, track, bro. Really, that diss track was too much. It was too much. Too much, man. Like I don't want to say how people say Jay Z might have won. I'm like, what? No, <laughs> like, you bro, that was a death bro. shot. Like, I fully. saw someone tweet the other day. Uh, no, not tweet. I don't know Twitter anymore. It was on Instagram. They posted like a story of something that they had tweeted, which I don't know why is like a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> That's an acceptable Instagram meme format. Just a tweet. Like, if I wanted to see your tweet, I download Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's like, follow you. <laughs> exactly, and I follow you. But whatever. Anyways, he was like. I, he's like, I, I'm, I'm actually laughing because mans are trying to tell me that like Nas can actually come at Jay Z. And I'd be like, yo, you're, you're, I unfollowed him. I couldn't. I was like, yo, like, <laughs> like, I won't. The Jay Z fans are like a Travis ignorance or like a or like a Kanye West cult. Like you know, you can't tell a Kanye fan nothing about yeah, Kanye. Yeah, I, I happen to be one of those. Bro, here's the thing. No one is debating who is the better businessman yeah, here. True. You know, like, no, like we're, we're not talking about true. that. We're not talking about, like, who has the better, like, girl. Or, like, but, like, let, like, let's be real, like, in that specific beef, you know, like. Not even that specific I don't know. Bro, lyrically, I think Nas is ahead of Jake. Like, it's not even close. That's my personal opinion. To be honest. Like, I'll, just, I'll just say that out there. And honestly, that's, that's not something you can say about, like, many people. Like many, many people at all, to be honest. Like, and like, but, like what, let's, not, let's leave not, that alone. Like, yeah, I feel like yeah. some people would kill us. But yeah, you know what's the funniest thing about the ether beat? I feel like anyone freestyling to that beat, when they're freestyling to it in a car specifically, the 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 like freestyle is automatically six times more yeah. fire. <laughs> like when it's specifically like that beat, like specifically mm -hmm. in a car, bro. Yeah. You know, like it, it gets killed every bro, time. Like, 
He gets killed every time, bro. Yeah, I think the beat was a layup for Nas too. It was like, imagine, like you just beat that yeah, kid, yeah. getting that, yo, like yeah. murder. But anyways, yeah. You know, you know, you know, you felt good about it too. It's like he had his intro, yeah, he had his intro, yeah, still Matic intro, and then he just put that one out first track. He's like, I'm not like, wasting no time with this. Literally, it was still Matic. Like, might be like top top three, top five favorite Nas albums for me oh, too. Yeah, long, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyways, yeah. anyways, okay. Um, Luke actually Imagine. had a great idea for the way that we wanted to end off our year. By the way, first of all, okay, Luke, I'll let you, I'll let you do that. But I just wanted to mention to everybody listening, thank you very, very much. Like this is our, we done 40 episodes, boys, 40 episodes, like out of a year of 52 weeks, we did 40 and we, 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 we started out the year doing the, the twice, uh, twice a month format and we didn't do the once a week format until like much later in the year but we still managed to do 40 i think that's like pretty huge so huge pat on the box boys it's i don't hate you year. guys which is yeah like right that's, that's that's funny luke had a really good idea for one way that we can end off our um community highlights video so luke why don't you do that before we do the outro yes sir so first of all um new year new playlist so next year we're gonna come out here with a new playlist um different name we'll think of a completely like i think it should be a completely unrelated name like it should have nothing to do with uncut gems but anyway um i was thinking every year uh each of us should come up with a special community highlight shout out that eventually will be cementified in some way shape or form (laughs) to be announced Later on, in, in true Luke fashion, <laughs> our man just what? invented a new word. I love it. <laughs> this is like Shang Chi, like Shakespeare. Cementified is that? Is that is you cementified? Know the word that you, you know invented, that okay? it, you cementified. Know that word, man. Don't don't act dumb. <laughs> act it's dumb. cementified. <laughs> cementified anyway to be cementified anyway um so we're gonna all have a 2021 community highlight of the year and um i don't know uh, boys does anyone want to kick oh, it off i do oh no you go ahead go ahead i'll go last because i thought i didn't have one but i think i have the perfect one and Arya, a shot is coming your way as well so beware hey man Okay, so do I, so I want us to say, it's a mild shot. I want us to be like, my name is, and my 2021 community highlight of the year is. My name is Dolapo, and my community highlight of the year 2021 is the ski mask uh, from Kanisha. Like, I don't remember her yes. business name. Yes. Ah, but, but, like, wow. from an audience member, and it ended up becoming a pop okay. on the show. I don't think it actually gets more community highlighted than that. And the shot for Arya that I tucked was, Arya wore, Kanisha, Arya wore your ski mask for like a week and like didn't wear it again. I still so, have it. Where's the shot at Luke? Where's his... <laughs> You don't be talking well, about Luke. I don't know. I said I didn't warn Luke about a shot. I just warned you, so it Wait. would be like snake. <laughs> I still have mine on display, Luke. Where's yours? I bet it's folded in the like three sweaters. Mine is in my room. <laughs> yeah, see, mine's actually like mine usually on most days hangs on my guitar, like on the side of the wall. <laughs> and, and mine like, on Mondays is on my face, Okay, there we go. <laughs> the hierarchy. But yeah, that was mine. I'm sorry. All right, Luke. You go. Do you just wanted to like 
like stirring shit. He's always talking about like I'm the one stirring shit. When he like comes out here, he's like, you know what? Today, fuck you, Arya. That's just I do that. I'm like, this tasting your own medicine. No, but like, yeah, it doesn't work though. <laughs> uh so Luke's. 2021 Community Highlight of the Year is going to be a movie, Another Round, featuring Mad Nicholson and our boy Thomas Vinterberg. You know, like just an incredible movie, I think. A much needed reminder of 2021. And I just think it's a movie that anyone will enjoy and people will take different things out of it. I hate on you. Um, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, is it in English? Like, no. Yeah, no. Okay, get cultured, bud. Get cultured. Danish, dude. Yeah, I knew it was next. Like that's why I was like, "Can I hate on this?" Like, like yeah, yeah. I knew it wasn't some English shit, y'all. And you're like, I get cultured, bud. Get whitewashed. More like motion drive everything. Get whitewashed. What do you mean? If you whitewash, it'd be like Spider Man Far From Home. He's like, hey, man, I was about to go watch that. <laughs> no, I actually have. But, like, I enjoy Nigerian movies more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, culture yeah. doesn't have to be European. No, no, no. This guy's just blackwashed. Um, That's it. No. There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. My community. Okay. That sounds like backwashing, which is kind of gross. Well, my name is Arya, and my community highlight for the week is the best bar for the year. of the year. Sorry for the we, we for the year is Start the again. best motherfucker. <laughs> my oh, name sorry. is Arya, and my community highlight for the year is the best bar that was dropped all year long. Shout out, Sars and Loje. You win the ass cheek Ballon d'Or. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Probably the best song dropped all year. That line will never ever leave my brain for as long as I live, and I don't want it to either. So that is my highlight for the whole year. That is that is you in the ass. Just that bar too, to be honest. I love the whole song. But just for dexterity, I will make the, the specific highlight the bar. Bro, you know, honestly, that that is a cultured <laughs> line. That is because so, many people will not understand. Honestly, there you go. Like I love that though. I love that. Yes, oh, yes, okay, cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being a part of our little family for the past year um we've had a lot of fun doing these episodes for you you know doing them more frequently probably been a pain in the ass you know being having to hear each other's voice so so fucking frequently but it's also been the biggest blessing at least you know if i have anything mm-hmm. to say about it from my end but here's to many more you know we're, we're aiming for 52 road to 52 in 2022 you guys are going to see hopefully new formats from us, new fun things, switching things up. You know, eventually we're going to be learning to live together. So we're, we're trying to take this a lot more seriously too. So, you know, we love your support. We can't wait to see where this goes. Shout out to everyone who's helped us throughout this year. Shout out to our guests. You know, we had Nick on, we've had Daniel on, we've had Ola on a bunch of times. Shout out 
shout out Ola for for all the music that he does yeah. for us. Every single beat that you see throughout, you know, like even on Luke's channel, like Lactose Soy Milk, that's all Ola doing the beats. Everything you yeah. see here, that's all Ola. Shout out to the Risen man. We we love you, brother. Uh, yeah. You're definitely you're definitely one of us. You're you're part of the family. Um, so we, we wouldn't have been able to do it without you. And, and he's got some cool stuff coming in 2022. So check that out. Shout out Adam who's joined the episode before with us, man. Um, just shout out everyone who's helped, supported, shared, and, and just loved us. And we love you back. We, we, we love you a lot. And, and here's to many more. So, you know, for the last time in 2021, um, we love you. Thank you. And until next year, one love. One love. Yeah.